Thank you for joining the Zen Care Podcast. These recorded Dharma talks are given freely to our community in the heart of New York City, which we are honored to now share with you. New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care is dedicated to transforming the nature of care through contemplative practice by meeting illness, aging, and death with compassion and wisdom. Learn about us at zencare.org. Look at you all. Wow. Each and every one a Buddha. So I had to give up sitting on a chair a few years ago. And at first it was quite humiliating. Can everybody hear me in the back as I get complaints these days about my voice? Did you hear that? (laughs) Um, And I had the feeling that I was kind of failing in some way in my practice, looking around at all these wonderful Buddhas sitting. And there was I kind of not sitting anymore on on my Caesar bench. I told myself, this doesn't look like Zen. This is not Zen. And what does Zen really look like? As if it actually looks like anything. When we think it looks like something, we're in the wrong path. Mountains and rivers away from it. And if it were to look like anything, if it were the wind, we would hear it, we would feel it, but we wouldn't see it. We just know it. A few of you in Dogasan have asked, what's this with the robes and all this chanting and bowing? I thought this was a silent retreat. Right? And where's the silence? In your mind, if we're able to get to that place. So, this silent retreat. How would it be to simply drop into everything that is unfolding? This is that we are together for such a short time. Don't waste your time pissing and moaning that it's not what you expected. This is what you got. This. Right here, right now.
Maybe if you sat quietly, you might allow for something else, something new to appreciate. Sorry. Did you hear that? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Kendo bought me sparkling water, not, not flat. <laughs> mm. <laughs> So these forms and these robes and these bells and smells and this incredible hall, this place that used to be a Capuchin monastery, wow, just imagine Dogen thinking, what the hell is going on? Right? Or maybe Dogen would say, ah, and this. And this. This is what we got. This is the only place in New York City, the New York State, that's accessible to us and big enough. So this is what we got. And every time we come here for session, we turn it into our zendo. Manjushri on the altar. Say sends beautiful Ikebana with the friend with the help of her Chidans. Thank you. Our Zabotons and our Zafus. And here we are in a monastery of a different kind, but nevertheless. Actually, Koshin and I were lucky enough to meet the last monk that was living here, John. He was a chaplain, and he told us, regaled us with all the stories of this beautiful monastery, the ghost on the fourth floor, the third floor. The incredible chanting that would go on here, Vespers especially, you see the pews, Unfortunately, or fortunately, no, unfortunately, we see the, the, um, the statues, the icons of the um, apostles all cemented over. As if it were an affront to us. Someone had an idea. So these forms, these robes, just a, creating a container for us whilst we're here. And we get to see in this container our judging mind. What's all this about? Separating and caging ourselves 
not allowing the fullness of the water or the sky that Koshin talked about, not allowing the fullness of this place, the fullness of our practice, when we're judging, when we're comparing, we're not fully there. We're not in our, in our. So this is our last full day of our beginner's mind session. And it's come together so beautifully. For some of you, it's your first time on a retreat. For some of you, first time on a Zen retreat. Bringing with it so many surprises. Even if you are used to Zen retreats, this one might be very, very different. And it probably is, I should say that it is. We have this beautiful contemplative piece of our practice. The work that we're engaged to at our center, caring for the community, caring for those in hospitals, hospice, prisons. This is part of our practice. And it can't help but slip over a little bit into this Zen. Some folks we've heard or experienced don't see our practice as Zen because it's not true to form. What's this form that's so rigid and necessary? Right time, right place. All the many different flavors of the Dharma. So appreciative. Koshin and I were raised in a very different kind of Zen practice. Much, much more rigid. Appreciating that. And now appreciating what we have here. Take another drink of water, and I promise to turn away from the microphone. So as I said, this is our last full day of practice here. We still have tomorrow morning. We'll still be practiced. We'll still be in our forms. So stay here. Don't start packing your luggage this evening. Packing your bags for departure tomorrow. Packing your mind with thoughts of what I have to do when I leave here. I know for me, 
my two Maine Coon cats, our two Maine Coons, you know, this big, probably don't give a shit that we're here. <laughs> They're getting fed. Someone's taking good care of them. But it breaks my heart to leave them. <laughs> They're like my children. So there have been moments in this session where I'm like, I hope they're okay. I want to check in with the, with the cat sitter. I want photos and videos. <laughs> Which we get when we're on vacation. But she's given strict orders when we come here to not do that. And I regret every moment. <laughs> I just like, can I, I said to coach, can I please send a text? And he's like, no. <laughs> they're fine. As long as they get fed. They're okay. And look at us getting fed by the Dharma. What a delicious meal we have. Forget what's in the kitchen, which for me is not so delicious. <laughs> but the meal that we have in here, such a feast. Such a feast. I hate broccoli. But you know, in this room, there's plenty of broccoli. My preferences. How do I put those down? My judging mind. How do I let go of that? Each morning we chant the Heart Sutra with the line, form is exactly emptiness. Emptiness is exactly form. Doshin Sensei talked about this in their talk. As well as some really, really great stuff. Self, non-self. Form is exactly emptiness, emptiness is exactly form. Emptiness is empty of our small self. That's the emptiness we're talking about. It's not empty like this cup will be in a minute. Although maybe, it's the small self. Me, 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 me. I, 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 I want, I grasp, I need right now. What about me? What's next? It's empty of our bullshit, our preferences. It is the fullness, this emptiness is the fullness of what is possible, what is always possible. 
Think about how you, each of us, you, me, limit ourselves to our small self. Not going beyond into the universe. Being stuck. I don't have a clock, so I don't, I don't want to run into um, lunchtime. Hmm. 11.25, oh, a couple of hours. <laughs> In Rinzai temples, usually the talks are like 45, 50 minutes, right? So if you're sitting here thinking 30 minutes is like eternity, when's that bloody bell gonna ring? My knees are killing me. Try sitting for 45, 50 minutes. Then you're practicing Zen in a different way. I hate that. <laughs> I actually am guilty of <laughs> going to a Rinzai temple <laughs> and saying, you know what? F this, I'm going home. <laughs> After the first day, I couldn't take it. But that was my first experience of a Zen uh, practice. So um, I went back. It's not my favorite a period of sitting, 50 minutes, but I did it. And it's even more difficult now to do it. But as usual, I digress. So this is also the fourth day of our 90-day commit to sit, in which we commit to sitting, well, for a period of zazen, every day at least, one period of zazen, and for some of you, maybe 10, 15 minutes. But it's a commitment to sit each morning, each afternoon, each evening, whenever, works for you. And each morning you get a reflection from, whatever, from the book that we're working with, the, um, the sutra that we're working with. And for this Ango period of 90 days, we're practicing with a collection of Zen sayings by Kodo Sawaki. Kodo Sawaki is revered to be one of the Japan's greatest teachers, Zen masters. And his book, pithy little lines, pithy little teachings, this book. And then there's a bigger book, which I love, Kodo Sawaki, Homeless Kodo. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So if Zen is your thing, look up Kodo Sawaki. And if Zen is not your thing, look up Kodo Sawaki. Beautiful, beautiful teachings. He says a lot about self and non-self. You can't hold on to yourself. The very moment you give yourself up, you realize the self which is one with the universe. You realize the self that, which is one with the universe. When we let go of that me, 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 I, 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 if only, if only, if only. 
when we allow for that spaciousness, that body-mind to drop away, one with the universe. Do you need some water? Yes, I have some sparkling water here. <laughs> you can drink out the side I haven't drank out of if you like. Yes? Come on, can't you? Drink out of the side without the chip. I love my cup, this cracked cup. It has a chip in it which is very much like me with that chip in this beautiful cup. Don't drink it all. so important that we take care of each other. In these moments of need, that we don't just turn away or just sit there in this, you know, Zen posture. Be right here, right now with what's happening. Right? And that's my Zen practice. Whether it's here the side of someone in a hospice bed or walking down the street. Noticing the homeless person, not always able to give them a dollar. Now everybody's got iPhone, right? Apple Pay. So no, carrying no cash. But I try to always keep a dollar in my pocket each morning to give to just one of the homeless people on 23rd Street one of the unhoused people on 23rd Street. The very moment you give yourself up, you give yourself up, you realize the self which is one with the universe. Diane Sensei, my teacher, 95 years of age, showing me up, doing three full bows. <laughs> I came here today thinking, I'm going to do those three bows if it cripples me. I'm not going to be outdone by <laughs> But talk about pride, self-pride. Talk about that small self. I am going to do three full bows no matter what. Crazy. But my pride got in the way. Hmm. And earlier in Kinahin, I was feeling a little off balance, which I've been experiencing recently. So I left the, 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 um, the hall, but was still determined to do those three bows. So those of you who know me and belong to the center have heard ad nauseum that my favorite Zen teacher is who? Zen Master Raven, exactly. If you haven't heard of Zen Master Raven, he, um, Robert Aitken, um, wrote 
It's a collection of teachings of a wise old bird. And for his community, his sangha, he chose to write about um, forest animals as the sangha. Bear, grouse, or owl, porcupine, all these little animals were his teachers, basically. And he was their teacher. So I'm going to read um, one of, of the, his little teachings here. You're not getting my water. <laughs> You're okay? Good. <laughs> this one is the self. Badger came to Raven privately and asked, What is the self? And Raven said, Passion. And Badger asked, Why are we told to forget it? And Raven said, Forget it. Forget it. And Badger said, That's scary. Raven croaked, Badger sat back on his haunches. Raven croaked and was silence. Badger sat back on his haunches. Let me read again, sorry. Badger came to Raven privately and asked, What is the self? And Raven said, Passion. And Badger asked, well, Why are we told to forget it? And Raven said, forget it. And Badger said, that's scary. And Raven croaked. Badger sat back on his haunches and was silent. And Raven said, now I'm tired. Now I'm tired. What are we talking about here? Right? It's like, there's no more discussion. I'm tired. That's scary. Me, my small self. That's scary. I don't want to do that. What happens if I forget it? And Raven's this very, very wise, caustic, you know, no effing around teacher. He doesn't have time. And that's his teaching. <gasps> I'm tired. There's his answer to Badger. So, so, I'm exhausted. These days of uh, sitting silently, doing nothing, maybe doing nothing, maybe doing a lot. It's tiring and invigorating. You all came here for something. And hopefully you'll go away with nothing. Because what do you want? <laughs> <laughs>
What is there to get? Right? Hmm? Cats. <laughs> oh, our cats are Bodhi, Bodhidharma Burrito, and Bojcik. For any of the, for any Jews in the room, any Jewish people in the room, Bojcik. It's a beautiful Yiddish word for little boy. Bojcik. And the last thing is, it's little. It's huge. Huge. Thank you all. That's my story. <laughs>